Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here at Eurofolk Radio. And I'm still on the road, so I don't have full capacity for broadcasting. Uh, still can't get into the chat room, but if there's people in there, we can certainly read what you're saying in the chat room and make comments on it. So uh, let us know if you're in there. And uh, if you have any comments, just go ahead and type them in and we'll, we'll pick them up. So, but tonight's show, I've got... Daryl with me, Daryl from Branson, and we're going to be talking about George Washington's vision at Valley Forge, which I think is very relevant for these end times, because his vision talks about America in the, in the last days, in the latter days, having a very great struggle and uh, a near-death experience for America. But he also says that despite how bad it's going, he says it's going to be fighting in the streets, hand-to-hand -hand combat between patriots and the invaders, but that we will win. So I see his prophecy as being directly connected to the end-time prophecies of the Bible. So let's get into it. And uh, I'm going to start reading from, uh, but first of all, uh, let me introduce uh, Daryl from Branson. Uh, how are you doing tonight, Daryl? Good. I'm here with you, actually, in person, which is pretty cool that you're down here visiting southwest Missouri. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's been hot and humid and rainy and flooding. <laughs> but Lots of rain. Uh, or lots of rain, but we've been able to manage and get a lot of work done while we're down here. But uh, so this is available on the archive of www.anglo-saxonisrael.com and you might be able to find this article George Washington's prophetic vision available online in various places uh, because it has become a very popular vision but at anglo-saxonisrael.com at the internet archive also known as the Wayback Machine uh, you can find it there on the Anglo-SaxonIsrael.com page on the Internet Archive. So uh, you would have to search for it. But uh, so I suggest uh, just going online, typing in the title George Washington's Prophetic Vision, and you should be able to find this article online. Okay. So uh, this is what Washington saw in this vision was that he saw three historical developments about the future of America. So this occurred during the Revolutionary War at Valley Forge. And it was originally published by Wesley Bradshaw, copied from a reprint by the National Tribune, vol Volume 4, Number 12, December 1880. So uh, apparently this vision was written down at some point, but never really published until much later, until almost uh, 100 years later. And so uh, the introduction here says, The last time I ever saw Anthony Sherman was on the 4th of July, 1859, in Independence Square. He was then 99 years old. His dimming eyes rekindled as he gazed upon Independence Hall, which he had come to visit once more. Quote, I want to tell an incident in Washington's life one which no one alive knows except myself, and which, if you live, you will before long see verified. Okay? So what he's saying is there's two aspects of this prophetic vision that 
would uh, come come true in the person's lifetime. And I think he's talking about Anthony Sherman, or is Anthony Sherman talking to this other person? It's hard to determine from the way this is written. Okay, anyway, he said, From the opening of the revolution, we experienced all phases of fortune, good and ill. The darkest period we ever had, I think, was when Washington, after several reverses, retreated to Valley Forge, where he resolved to pass the winter of 1777. Ah, I often saw tears coursing down our dear commander's careworn cheeks as he conversed with a confidential officer about the condition of his soldiers. You have doubtless heard the story of Washington's uh, going to the thicket to pray. Well, he also used to pray to God in secret for aid and comfort. Now, Daryl, this is uh, very interesting because we hear from the mass media and from college historians and even from some church people that George Washington was not a religious man uh, or that uh, we hear very often that George Washington was a deist. So, But a deist is someone who, the technical definition of a deist is someone who believes God created the universe as if he were winding up a clock and then let the universe go, and then he, then he stood back and watched it, and it has no involvement. So well, uh, do you think a deist would pray to that kind of God? I don't think so, and I think if we have someone like uh, the, the the Civil War general, the uh, Freemason uh, Al, Al, uh, Pike, Mm -hmm. that, that had writings that have came up and, and, and people say, oh, his predictions were not true. And this is coming from a friend of Washington's. Uh, it, it does seem interesting that uh, these predictions of the Civil War that are in this that you're, you're going to bring up are, you know, it happened. And, and I, he was a fighting man that was in the French and Indian Wars. And I think any man that's no doubt expanded experience struggles in their life uh there uh, you would be ungodly not to pray and if he was a godly man he certainly prayed and i would believe you know we have trump uh saying he wants the churches opened <laughs> and, right? and they're realize he's realizing that a lot of christians voted for him that believe in in the most high god and they're not going to put him back in there if our churches are going to be suppressed yes well, that's interesting that uh, Trump, unfortunately, Trump, uh, he turned the, the government over to Homeland Security uh, when he declared a national emergency. And uh, that was actually not a, uh, a constitutional thing to do. Uh, although the law that was written was right after 9-11 that gave the president the authority to do that. Nevertheless, I don't think... He should have the authority to take it back. Yes, he should. He's in yeah. a, He is the executive, so he can say, hey, I need help with a national disaster, which that's what the government is supposed to be here to do, is to help the people. Yeah. And he certainly should take leadership and take control back. And I'm glad he didn't wear a mask in, uh, right. at the Ford plant. And, and uh, you know, th this is uh, yeah. a hoax. Yeah, and uh, and it has been very fearful to families and people, and and uh, certainly I pray they don't release something else. But he's got to take the executive back. We don't have the separation right. 
of the powers were supposed to have the legislative, legislature, the judiciary, and the executive, and yes. the executive, and he's the executive. That's the police. That's the guys that are the enforcers, and and uh, he's going to enforce yeah. the churches being opened back up in well, that, America. That's I certainly a, hope. Yeah, well, because it's really strange that uh, under this COVID hoax, and we, well, the vast majority of patriots in America know that it's a hoax, that uh, that that these. It orders by governors and mayors uh, locking things down and putting people out of work are totally unconstitutional. Edicts. Yeah, they're edicts. They're, feudalism. We're yeah. living in a feudalism. How do yeah. we get rid of these kings and queens? Uh, to get the Magna Carta signed, wasn't it said that a, a sword was held? Yes, to King John's to throat. King, to, yes, to <laughs> right. sign the Magna Carta. Right, right. So uh, this is what's go it's going to take to get our country back. There's no doubt yes, about it. Is. There's no doubt about that, folks. All right, so let's get back to George Washington's vision. And George Washington, uh, it, it says here, uh, from, from the opening of the Revolution, we experienced all four phases of fortune, good and ill. The darkest period we ever had, I think, was when Washington, after several reverses, retreated to Valley Forge where he resolved to pass the winter of 1777. And going into the thicket to pray, he also used to pray to God in secret for aid and comfort. So uh, a, a person who uh, prays to God, especially on his knee, uh, and bows his head when doing so, cannot be considered a deist. He was a Christian. Although, in doing research on this, he was not a member of any particular denomination, which is interesting because many of us in Christian identity uh, are not members of any particular denomination. Christian identity is a, a loose affiliation of constitutional patriots, Adamites, and real Christians, uh, segregationist Christians. You could call it uh, a Christian separatism. And uh, th that would be the real form of Christianity that... that our founding fathers actually practiced. How does the Bible instruct us to pray? I mean, he, uh, a lot of people go after Trump for not saying Jesus or praying. Maybe he does pray. Maybe a lot of people lately have been saying maybe he's a Luciferian and he's, right. in, on, he's in on this deal. We don't know. We don't know about Washington. We weren't there. But certainly we. I know the Bible tells us to go to a quiet place and pray alone. And there is no intercessor here on earth between us and our God yeah. when we except, pray to him. Except Yeshua, right. Yes. Except Yeshua. Yes. Okay. So anyway, here's how the story goes. And the reason why this is important is because this vision pertains to the end times because there is one aspect of this vision that still has to be fulfilled. And we'll get to that as we read through here. Okay. So one day, I remember well, the chilly winds whistled through the leafless trees Though the sky was cloudless and the sun shone brightly, he remained alone in his quarters nearly all afternoon. When he came out, I noticed that his face was a shade paler than usual, and there seemed to be something on his mind of more than ordinary importance. Returning just after dark, he dispatched an orderly to the quarters of the officer mentioned, who was in attendance at the time. After a preliminary conversation of about half an hour, Washington gazing upon his companion with that strange look of dignity that he alone could command, said to the latter, 
Okay, so he's not uh, he's going to make a speech, but uh, just uh, to address to you, Daryl, yeah, uh, I don't think that the historians have exaggerated Washington's demeanor uh, and his command of the troops, the authority that he had in both government and over the military. Do you? Do you no, I don't. No, he 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 rode a horse, and he had fought for the British, and and uh, I've I've listened to several things about his life, and he had anyone that lived in the frontier days, uh, anyone that you know, we had the Hessian soldiers that were trained from birth to to be fighters for Europe and everything. But if we had a young person that grew up on the frontier. And, you know, this is a well-regulated militia. They talk about how will right. we have a militia to defend our country if fathers don't show leadership. He had to be, he had to be a man of leadership yeah. and, and respected or he, people would not, people are not going to follow an ungodly, disrespectful, unruly man. He, right. Yes. So, yeah. So the respected uh, and plus uh, uh, the, the toughness of the, Typical frontiersmen, you know, like Daniel Boone and uh, uh, many other the famous figures of these days. They were all outdoorsmen and horsemen and things like that. And so Jefferson it, rode till he was in his seventies, really, and he liked a spirited horse. I read that once that being a horseman myself, and that je and you had to ride a horse. I mean, you could take a carriage, but the uh, carriage many times can't go right away. You can throw a saddle on a horse and go. And Jefferson rode a horse into his seventies and liked riding a spirited horse. And I have to tell you. I've been on some spirited horses, and it'll scare the crap out of you. Right? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Being seventy, being a seventy-year-old man, you had to, you know, be pretty strong. Well, right. you might hit the ground. Right. And if you hit the ground, it, you better know how to bounce and land on the ground. Right. And, and yeah. it had a lot to do with life that we are missing with the soy right. boys of today, and right. And so much uh, people go to violence nowadays, and it's really just. A, a quick violence of a fist fight, which really isn't a true. Uh, mm -hmm. a, a frontiersman would maybe say, "Hey, let's not get in a fight and get hurt because tomorrow we got to go hunt and get some right. food. We need to work together and work our problems out." Where today it is so much easier just for someone to come along and clean up the mess, right? And and uh, not worry yeah. about God and, or, and let or, the government clean up the mess. <laughs> or let the government, yes, or right. let the government clean up the mess. Right. So modern critics of Washington and our founding fathers, especially the uh, secular humanist variety of critics, uh, these people do not have any concept of what life was like in those days. They don't really care what life was like in no, those days. No, they don't care. And so they're not very good critics. And uh, the idea that George Washington was a deist and not a real Christian, and the same is true of Jefferson. Jefferson wrote letters to people he, he said in one of his letters, I am a Christian. Uh, he wouldn't have written a, a version of Paul's epistles because he thought Paul was an antinomian. He thought Paul didn't believe in the law. And so he actually rewrote a New Testament, uh, deleting statements by Paul that appeared to uh, say that the law was no longer in effect. Uh, what, what kind of non-Christian would even bother Writing something well, like that. Well, he's like everyone today. We certainly, I experienced this week a gentleman that I know he may be listening that 
doesn't want to give another man a, a a chance to say what he believes. And I think in those writings that you're talking about, I've heard of those, I haven't read them, but Jefferson was expect, expounding on his interpretation of what, which we should take the King James Bible as it's written, and and I don't agree, you know, but he had read it, and mm -hmm. the rule of law, uh, regardless if we're, uh, you know, they've been working on a new world order for a long time, these men... Uh, talked about things of the common man, the the law. Uh, the last pro se attorney in front of our U.S. Supreme Court was like 1973 or something. The last common guy that could get a case in front of the Supreme Court. Try to get justice today. The rule of law is yeah, dead. Right. And that's what Jefferson was all about, justice. You know, uh, way more than any church preacher today who don't, who don't believe the law uh, is still in effect uh, Thomas Jefferson, compared to these modern churchians, is a way better Christian than them because he practiced the law, he believed in the law, etc., etc., okay? So we've been fed nothing but lies about the Revolutionary War, about the Civil War, and about war in general. The vast majority of Americans believe that uh, the wars we fought overseas have been just wars and have done America good when the exact opposite is true. The wars we have engaged in in the modern world have been for bankers and you know for the international Jew banksters, and uh, they're the ones who have won these wars. Democracy has not been the victor, in these, and neither has America. So again, who do you believe? These uh, false historians, or you know the historical record, you know which you can read for yourself for yourself in their own books. Okay. That's where you need to go, and this is uh, George Washington's account. You know, I want to add something yeah. about Jefferson, is that there's okay. been a rule of law for blacks, and we so much, you know, they're asking Trump the other day, what are you going to do for minorities? <laughs> Everything in America has been done for these minorities. They are equal. They are considered equal, and you look at the Dred Scott decision, which was here in Missouri. He's a black man, and I think this is pre-Civil War, yep. had due process. He did, yes, he even had, though even though he was, he was not a citizen and really didn't deserve it. He received yeah. due process mm -hmm. in our justice system, and when they try to make out all the time, that is the problem with whites today, is that we, we have carried over this caringness that is in our heart for others, and it has been used against us. Right, absolutely, yeah. Uh, our good nature has been turned against us yes. by the perfidious Jew. There's no doubt about it. Okay, so let's get into the first aspect of his vision. And it says, quote, I do not know whether it is due to the anxiety of my mind or what, but this afternoon as I was preparing a dispatch, something seemed to disturb me. Looking up, I beheld, standing opposite me, a singularly beautiful being. And, uh, and Daryl, feel free to you know, comment as we go along. So astonished was I, for I had given strict orders not to be disturbed, that it was some moments before I found language to inquire the cause of the visit. A second, a third, and even a fourth time did I repeat my question, but received no answer from my mysterious visitor. Again, he was a singularly beautiful being, that's, and that's all we're told about him at the moment. 
uh, and the only, except for a slight raising of the eyes from this being, that's the only response that he got at this point. By this time, I felt strange sensations spreading through me, and I would have risen, but the riveted gaze of the being before me rendered volition impossible. I essayed once more to speak, but my tongue had become useless, as though it had become paralyzed. Now, I have to say here, a lot of people who have had visitations from angels, including my, my, my friend, Pastor Martins of South Africa, he had a visitation from an angel, uh, I believe in the year 2014. And the purpose for which this angel came to him was to tell him that he had a new mission in life. And that mission was to expose the, the difference between the Boer people who are Israelites, and they've always known they were Israelites throughout their history, as uh, uh, people from the tribe of Judah from Germany versus the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, who were essentially the business people of the Jewish merchant bankers, the Dutch East India Company, okay? And uh, he had been raised to believe that these descendants of the Dutch East India Company, known as the Afrikaners, were one and the same with the Dutch, with the uh, Boer people. And, and when this angel visited him, he found out otherwise, so that the Afrikaners are actually oppressing the Boer people, pretending to be their close relations, right? That's what was going on. Just like the Jews pretend to be Israel, the, the Afrikaners were pretending to be Boers. But when he had this experience, he said he, was, he felt there was like a weight, a gentle weight pressing his body down to the floor, and he could not move. Now, that's how much power that this angelic I being had. I think anyone experiencing this would have real fear. Right? Right, that, right. You would have a real fear that would get your tongue. Yes. And then, uh, so he was speechless. Speechless, <laughs> he, yes. he was totally speechless. The same reaction that Pastor Martins had, okay? And uh, my tongue had become useless as though it had, be, it be, had become paralyzed. A new influence, mysterious, potent, irresistible, took possession all I could do was gaze steadily, vacantly at my unknown visitor. Gradually, the surrounding atmosphere seemed to become filled with sensations and grew luminous. Everything about me seemed to rarefy, including the mysterious visitor. So it became like ghostly and, uh, how should, well, to rarefy, uh, meaning that immaterial, less material than it would ordinarily appear with one's eyes, okay? Uh, you want to take the next line here? And uh, can you read it? Oh, okay. Uh, I began to feel as one dying, or rather to experience the sensations which I have sometimes imagined accompany dissolution, all right? In other words, as if I were beginning to die, dissolution. I did not think, I did not reason, I did not move. All were alike impossible, I was only conscious of gazing fixedly, vacantly at my companion. Okay, now this is interesting because for somebody like George Washington in a position of authority as the general of all the troops, I don't think he would want to admit to his soldiers that he was so transfixed, for lack of a better word, by this visitor 
that he couldn't even talk. You know, he wouldn't, I don't think he would want to admit to his troops that he was fearful in any way. Okay. So I'm sure this is, was going on. And maybe this is why he kept this vision to himself and only reported it to this one person. Apparently only this one person was uh, privy to this vision. All right. So the first part of the vision is the settlement and expansion of the United States. So at Valley Forge, Washington saw, number one, that we would win the Revolutionary War and that the the United States would expand from coast to coast. So here, here we go. Presently, I heard a voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. While at the same time my visitor extended an arm eastwardly, I now beheld a heavy vapor at some distance rising fold upon fold, so like a cloud, this gradually dissipated, and I looked upon a strange scene. Before me lay spread out in one vast plain all the countries of the world, Europe, Asia, Africa, and America. I saw rolling and tossing between Europe and America the billows of the Atlantic, and between Asia and America lay the Pacific." So he knows his geography pretty well. <laughs> Son of the Re better than most school children today. Son of the Republic, said the same mysterious voice as before, look and learn. At that moment, I beheld a dark, shadowy being as an angel standing, or rather floating, in midair between Europe and America. Dipping water out of the ocean in the hollow of his hand, he cast some on Europe. Immediately a cloud raised from these countries and joined in mid-ocean. For a while it remained stationary and then moved slowly westward until it enveloped America in its murky folds. Sharp flashes of lightning gleamed through it at intervals and I heard the smothered groans and cries of the American people. A second time the angel dipped water from the ocean and sprinkled it out as before, the dark cloud then drawn back to the ocean in whose billows it sank from view. A third time I heard the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. I cast my eyes upon America and beheld villages and towns and cities springing up one after another until the whole land from the Atlantic to the Pacific was dotted with them. Again I heard the mysterious voice say, Son of the Republic, the end of the century cometh, Look and learn. So it seems to me that the previous paragraph is talking about the war clouds brewing from Europe, especially from the British Empire towards the American people. As well as the manifest destiny. Right. Yeah, that, that would be included here. Now, that's it's interesting you brought up that concept because that concept of manifest destiny was exploited by the um, uh, by the South during the Civil War. It was also exploited by oh, I, I would have to say the those allied with the international bankers in the uh, first years of the 20th century. Okay, these uh, those people were not Christians by any means, and uh, the, they were basically the the workhorses of the international bankers. They assassinated McKinley. Uh, they assassinated several of our presidents so that they could destroy our political system. Well, you see these movies, uh, the Tom Cruise movie, uh, Far and Away, where they're giving land and they would give 
people land to, you know, and you look at today, this land was given to our forefathers to settle and everything, and now military troops today that are killing themselves and suffer all the from all these uh, wars for the bankers, and they don't get any land given to them, and now the bankers own everything. Right. They own every single thing in this country, including the people with the birth certificates and, you know, wanting to force vaccinations and the horrible things that are taking place today that may be upon us by God's right. will. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure if the vision t- talks about subversion, but that's obviously what you're talking about, that our, our government has been subverted by an alien, <laughs> by an alien from east, from the east, okay? The, the perfidious Jew. So a civil war anticipated. And this time the dark shadowy angel, turned his, angel turned his face southward. So the, the first part concludes with the cities popping up all from one from the Atlantic to the Pacific, as it's described here. And uh, so that, that after the Revolutionary War, okay? So now uh, there's a new threat, okay? And from Africa... I saw an ill-omened specter approach our land. It fitted, flitted slowly over every town and city of the latter. The inhabitants presently set themselves in battle against each other. Okay, so this is talking about Americans fighting Americans. Okay, which is exactly what the Civil War was. All right, so I would say so far this vision uh, occurring at Valley Forge is pretty damn accurate and hard to argue against as prophecy. As I continued looking, I saw a bright angel on whose brow rested a crown of light on which was traced the word Union, bearing the American flag, which he placed between the divided nation. He said, Remember, ye are brethren. Instantly, the inhabitants, casting down their weapons, became friends once more and united around the national standard. Now, this is interesting because Abraham Lincoln and the Republican Party primarily, and it was even Andrew Jackson. Before the Civil War, Andrew Jackson argued against secession because he was a staunch Unionist. But Abraham Lincoln never threatened uh, the South with the removal of the slaves, he said publicly many times, even as commander-in-chief, I have not the authority to tell the the meddle in the internal affairs of the states, okay? He allowed everyone else to do it, though. Well, yeah. (laughs) He allowed everyone else to do it. Well, yeah, because in the the midst of war. I I think of the surrender at Appomattox of uh, Robert E. Lee, not wanted that reminds me union him mm-hmm. he he fought for the confederacy sure. but when he saw that it was lost that it was brother against brother and and so many times the antifa types and the people that want to remove his statue in charlottesville and things like this he called uh in his uh, the rest of his life he called for the union to be reunited right right yeah, once the war was over, yes, the 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 leaders of the South said, "Okay, it's over. Uh, let's be uh, let's be brothers again." Let's and that's pretty much right. now. But that's also true of the war in Europe, where uh, the two wars in Europe, where America was involved. Yes, 
Uh, and even during the middle of the First World War, there was often, uh, I've heard stories of the, the fighting men on both sides at Christmas time dropping their weapons and singing Christmas carols. <clears throat> okay, And I hear them often bring up Hitler and say he disdained that, that, that the, it was weakness of the troops to want to uh, not have any brother wars, but yet he wanted to make peace with sure. with England. I don't believe that about him. And so many of these characters in our history, people have written things, and, and what can we believe? We have to discern it for ourselves that uh, there's certainly powers and principalities right. of evil are behind these things of right. brother killing brother, be it Europe, be it uh, the American Civil War. And that's absolutely right. He would not, Hitler would not have allowed the British to escape at Dunkirk if he had really wanted to invade, ha have a war with Britain, okay? That's right. So, and then that's, that's an episode of uh, the Second World War that few historians want to touch because that cannot be explained well, with the Hitler is an evil guy who wants to rule the world rhetoric, which was not true. He didn't want to rule the world. He wanted to restore Germany to its proper place after the Versailles Treaty, which was a horrible slap and insult against Germany. Yeah, he offered, to, he wanted to trade Stalin's son that was captured, I think, at Leningrad. He wanted to trade his son back. Mm -hmm. And Stalin said, any of my son that's captured is worthy of being dead. And, and then, of course, Stalin's son died in custody, meaning, yeah. you know, probably some of the soldiers are, you know, it's war. They probably right. beat him and killed him. Oh, they don't yeah. want you, so they just beat right. him. And, and these are the horrors of war. But certainly... Yeah. Uh, he offered peace and said, "Let's. I want to trade one of my guys for your guys and tried to offer peace to Russia in that way. But right. it wasn't happening. Yeah. Well, that proves to me that Stalin was a Jew. <laughs> he wouldn't even take his own son back. Very interesting. Okay. All right. So after, when when the fighting stopped, the, uh, the two sides, well, of course, we did have Reconstruction, which created a lot of animosity. But nevertheless, once that was over, then uh, the two nations began, the, the two sides began to uh, correspond and the wounds were beginning to heal. Okay. So, next section America to be invaded from abroad. Again, I heard the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. At this time, the dark, shadowy angel placed a trumpet to his lips and blew. Three distinct blasts, and taking water from the ocean, he sprinkled it upon Europe, Asia, and Africa. Then my eyes beheld a fearful scene. From each of these countries arose thick black clouds that were soon joined into one. And throughout this mass there gleamed a dark red light by which I saw hordes of armed men who moving with the cloud, marched by land and sailed by sea to America, which country was enveloped in the volume of the cloud. And dimly I saw these vast armies devastate the whole country and burn the villages, towns, and cities that I had beheld springing up. Okay, so now this literal invasion with weapons has not quite happened yet. But we do, haven't had a literal invasion of immigrants 
who have begun to make war against the white people of America. Okay, and where have these people come from? Africa, around the world, we have this uh, minister of health, the czar person in Houston, Texas, saying we need to kill all the white people because <laughs> they don't like the vaccinations. Right. And uh, we are invaded by the Mexicans from the south with the La Raza. They want to reclaim... Uh, you know, I see this as, you know, thinking the Albert Pike thing they always try to debunk. I really see this as a, this the three paragraphs as I'm looking at them now as the uh, birth of our nation, our, our middle age, and possibly our predicted death of right. the Republic. I really like when it says, son of the Republic, look and learn. Right. Yeah, so uh, I think from these three places, Europe, Asia, and Africa... I, I would say that communism fits the bill as a dark red cloud, <laughs> right? And uh, you see the, the black Muslim, uh, so a lot of them are communists. Puppets of the Jews. Right, puppets of the Jews. The Jews themselves coming from Europe. Yes. And the Chinese communists, right? They're still here. A lot of African countries are communist. And then uh, I suppose you can include Muslims from you know, the Middle East as part of Asia or part of Africa. You take your pick. Uh, and a lot of them have been communists. God's people, I'll add, those, all these invaders uh, don't know the God that we know. They, That's right. They worship the, you know, the voodoo, and they have all kinds of crazy religions, and, and the Muslims... Uh, uh, I don't believe it's the same God. They try to, the Pope and people try to tell us that, oh, the Muslims worship the same God, yet uh, the Jews will pray in a mosque, but they will not pray in a Christian church. They right. hate the Christian church. That's right. And America is the last Christian nation that is standing, that we have the guns, we have people who attend church, many are misled. But we, you know, we this whole abortion thing that I believe has cursed our country and right. God is not going to let go against us. Uh, and it's killing all the babies. He has a plan, I believe. He has a plan for all spirits that come, to, be it non-whites or whites. He has a plan for us with a covenant and he has a plan for them. And it's not up to me to judge them or to say... Uh, but certainly we know that the evil powers of this world want though to use those people as a weapon against our nation mm -hmm. and our people. Yeah, and that's why they have deliberately imported them into our white nations. Now, of course, we're talking about America here specifically. And so it is also fulfills Revelation 12, 15 through 17, where it speaks of the dragon opening his mouth and sending a flood after the woman Israel, okay? And it's obviously the flood of immigrants that we're experiencing. I was thinking of that. I've watched several uh, YouTubers have, have included that. I'm trying to... That I, yeah. I've seen that mentioned many times, of the, the flood, and, and and it is the immigrants into Europe, and they often... And, and to America, yeah. And to America, and Europe has been the first getting it. Right, yeah. So, uh, but uh, since 1965, again, with the Jews changing our immigration laws and creating the uh, black civil rights movement, 
which they did. They created it and exploited the blacks just to keep voting Democratic. <laughs> I think LBJ said, I'll make, the, I'll make those people vote Democratic for the next 200 years, right? So uh, that was all very, very well planned to exploit the black vote and uh, whatever immigrant that they bring I, in. I don't believe that uh, it was not true. I've heard many stories from my elders, famous people talking about the blacks in the 50s were really coming up. They had their own communities. Yeah, they did. It was probably shameful for a black to bring a white girl home. They, they believed in separatism. They stayed in their neighborhoods as well as whites did. They conducted business. If we ever had balkanization that all the accelerationists want here in America, we would still have to have dealings with these people and take care of some of them mm -hmm. because they that is the role of, of the, uh, the blessings, the white privilege that has been put upon our people. Well, uh, what's it? Um, Harlem is a perfect example in the night, I saw a documentary of Harlem in the 1950s. It was all black. It was, it was a black community, but it was very prosperous. Uh, the children were, the families were very well dressed. They, they went to church on Sunday. They all had their businesses. In fact, they, there was less family breakup in black communities such as Harlem than there was among whites. So the family values that they had picked up along the way were very strong with them, and it was the welfare state the that no destroyed father it. In the, the no father in the right. home, it doesn't matter, black or white, if there's not a father in the home, if there's not leadership, if the woman does not know her role as being a mother, not being a whore, right. out on the street, and the father needs to know how to get up and go to work. And, and support and, his family. And support his family, and these were things that were founded by this country, and they've been destroyed. They've right. worked very, they've been very successful right. at destroying this with the rap music and and uh, just the, the welfare and the baby-making machines. I'm not a, a proponent of birth control or <clears throat> abortion as, as a birth control. These, the morals and standards that, that whites set forth in this country were followed by the blacks as an example and we right. got a bunch of infiltrators that came in here and said that we're going to destroy these morals and standards and, right. and 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 turn these people's proclivities yeah. to to destroy to materialism yeah back to materialism mm -hmm. yeah no this is not ladies this does not mean that we are advocating race mixing in any way shape or form but, uh, you know, the uh, prophecy given to Abraham in Genesis 12, 3, actually Genesis 12, verses 1 through 3, that we would be a blessing to the world. Well, number one, we can't be a blessing to the world if we mix with the world, okay? And Yahshua said, you are the light of the world, okay? And we have to maintain our separate identity in order to be that light, in order to be that blessing. If we mix with these people, then we can't do that. So I would say... And I don't see it as ruling, you know, listeners that want to attack what you're saying would say, oh, you want to rule over these people. No, I don't. 
I'd, I'd prefer them not to be here, and then, <laughs> and then you know we can we can have that arranged when we're back in power, right? It is biblically part of nature that that we are the top of the. That's right. We are the supremacists. We are the we are the white privileged people. Uh, yeah. Is it uh, Jacob? Yeah, Jacob? The, the inventors. Yeah, I mean the pro we fulfilled all those prophecies that we would have all these great inventions and we would rule over other nations. We have the uh, great armies and navies. That's what we did. And the demons are resentful of that. That's right. Of the white man. So let's kill Whitey. Right. That's exactly. <laughs> they don't on. want vaccinations. They don't want to be dumbed down and made retarded right. by shots. Yeah. But there's too few Jews to Jews to do the job. So they have turned uh, the other races against us. And that's this is what I think Washington is seeing. However. We haven't gotten to this point yet. The last sentence in the paragraph that I just read, let me repeat it. And dimly I saw these vast armies coming from Europe, Asia, and Africa devastate the whole country and burn the villages, towns, and cities that I had beheld springing up. Now, these first two aspects of his vision became literally true. I mean, this was a very accurate vision. So I think this is yet to come. So let me ask you this, Daryl. Do you think that COVID-19 has anything to do with setting up the scenario that he's talking about here? Well, certainly in a couple years, if we see outright things might be good this year and get us, you know, I don't know if Trump's going to be reelected or not at this point. But I certainly think that all of it, they, they have a long-term plan of destroying the republic, uh, son of the mm -hmm. son of the republic, look and, and learn, learn. Right. and, and uh, our people are not learning uh, that we are living in feudalism. I think the Republic is pretty much dead when you try to yeah. take a case to court, uh, a common, they have the lawyers, the insurance companies before the show we were discussing, uh, uh, medical tyranny right. of uh, what's allowed, what these insurance companies, they won't pay for natural medicine for cures for people, certainly things that will cure people. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So we have these corporations that have sprung up uh, as uh, legal entities that have replaced our government and uh, have corrupted our government, uh, the medical mafia, the bankers, uh, the insurance companies, etc. All of these things. The courts, the, the courts, courts that, yeah. that lawyers, the courts vindicate them and, and allow them uh, to not be suppressed like uh, Bill Gates wanting immunity with this new vaccine you know, right. they want immunity from our courts that they're not going to be held accountable if they give your loved one one of these shots your yeah. your your loved one uh, dies yes or, or is paralyzed from their poison exactly they yeah. want immunity and the courts which is our judicial judicial branch is is totally corrupt and controlled yeah. by these people yeah, and playing along yeah and yeah. playing along yeah. and many of the governors and and mayors well, a perfect example of how this is being set up, our so-called government has allowed the Chinese to access various parts of our nation. Uh, they control the shipping. They control many of our ports uh, because we have gone into debt uh, with China. China has asked and, and, and received permission to buy up vast stretches of real estate in America, 
and, uh, but they're not subject to American law. They're allowing our cattle to be killed and drive up meat prices when our country is still importing foreign meat from well, other countries mm -hmm. and, and and they're destroying our food. When I was a kid in the 80s, the Cold War, they, they talked about how much grain storage we had. It would probably be frightening if we could look up and find out what kind of grain stores we have in America at this time. If there's a real crisis, we could suffer famine... And we could see armies come in the the blue the the, the blue helmets the, right the blue helmets the, the United uh, Nations the United Nations can come in and say oh your country has collapsed you're you're economically broke so we need the UN to come in and it and uh, you know uh, China and and that they can come in and there's going to be a war because I think God's going to keep a remnant of His people. And he's going to keep a remnant of patriots who can be used by our people mm -hmm. to defend us. Amen. Amen. And uh, another aspect, uh, you know, the, the invasion of all these uh, non-whites, they will probably be employed against us uh, physically, militarily. Okay. Uh, the United Nations have their own troops. So, you know, so we have the invading races, we have the United Nations, and we have the Chinese as three potential armies to be used against us. They can, they can make all these cities no-go zones. They that's don't right. even have to invade them. They can use these inhabitants. of. They're, these they've already been invaded. Yeah, and, it, and they can just let them burn it down, and, and no one's going to be in those cities, and they'll have very easily control those areas. The war, the fighting will be in the rural areas, in areas like where we are and people... That have made communities; those are the people who they're going to want to attack. Christian communities, yeah. farming communities. Uh, yeah. Well, I think the cities are going to go first because uh, they they want they want to have control of those central depots right in the cities. So, but so any white people still in the big cities, I think, are going to be in real trouble when the fighting. He's talking about literal hand to hand combat. Let me just read the next couple of sentences here. As my ears listened to the thundering of the cannon, the slashing of swords, and the shouts and cries of millions in mortal combat, I again heard the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. When the voice had ceased, the dark angel placed his trumpet once more to his mouth and blew a long and fearful blast. Now I think there's what he's actually seeing here is the Feast of Trumpets, which is a whole other study. The, the seven feast periods uh, of the Israelites in the Old Testament, the first four feasts were fulfilled in the, at the first coming, but the last three will be fulfilled at the second coming. And the, and the prophecies say he will come with a great shout and the blare of trumpets. And you know, it's compared to thunder and lightning. You know, the, the thunder will be so loud and it will be heard all over the world. So when he comes again, he will fulfill the, the three f fall feasts in rapid succession, just as the first four uh, spring feasts were fulfilled in rapid succession at the first advent. So this is going to happen quickly. This is all going to happen quickly. But we're being set up for this. What's it say? Peace, peace before destruction? Yes. Yeah, right. So we have been set up to, uh, for a civil war. Now, in addition, 
there's they're using the left versus right paradigm, you know, divide and conquer. So a lot of white people have become ultra leftists who hate constitutionalists, who hate Christians, etc., etc. Well, you look at the other hand too. You have lots of Mexicans and blacks who are like on the Trump train, and they support the Constitution, and and uh, they really have. Uh, worked everyone into yeah, they can see what's going on better than some white liberals <laughs> yes and, and and they want the leadership of right of, they see what trump is doing they see yeah. what america should be and what they want to be part of they right. don't want to be part of those people don't want to be part of a welfare slave yeah. state they don't want to be a slave i don't think right. they want to rule over whites i think they just want to have right. morals and standards in their communities and i think if they had a talking to right uh, by sensible people that hey get a black wife have black children uh, take care of yeah. your community. Yeah, we'll stay separate. But if you've got some eggs to sell, or or you could come and fix my roof, I'll have you do some work for me. And and right. we could. And that's what but I no think, mixing, right? But yeah. Yes, no mixing. And I think that's what God wants. But they are going to. They just absolutely want to destroy all morals and standards of right. the white. Right, because that weakens our race. They know that. Yes, and uh, that. Uh, year by year, as they continue to preach liberalism and communism in the schools, now they're they're preaching it in homosexuality and all that in the schools from kindergarten on up. You, you realize that the moral value of our people is being destroyed. The our heritage, our sense of who we are, has been destroyed, and literally the only people who are left that are teaching. Our true Christian heritage is Christian identity, and a few, a few patriot constitutionalists in the Christian community. There aren't too many. I don't see many uh, speaking out against all of the perversion that's going on in the world today. In fact, uh, most of these Judeo churches have perverts speaking from their pulpits, like witches and Muslims and what have you. So. Uh, the the churches have been utterly ruined by 501c3. Okay, they were easily shut down. Right, it's the first time uh, ever in history that yeah. churches have been shut down. Isn't it amazing, Daryl, that uh, under this lockdown, abortion clinics are open and, and churches are shut down? Yeah, outrageous. Yeah, outrageous. And Trump finally brought it up. He had him. <laughs> he had to use that as a talking point and. And I'm going to take what I can get. I'm not too happy with him. I mean, I'm going to, I'll vote for him. I know a lot of people maybe listening, they want to vote for the other side and just bring it on with this accelerationist thing. Right. But I want the rule of law to stand. And I'm, I consider myself yeah. under the Constitution born in this country. And, and, uh, I, I want to see that play out, you know, and, and, and as it plays out, it's going to wake, uh, awaken more of our people. Yeah, I think a lot of white people are waking up with the threat of 5G and forced vaccination. Uh, that uh, just as no cash. Yeah, that, that might right affect that. some of them too. That that that, yeah. that buy, uh, barter and trade. They might think, oh, this market the beast thing. You know, I won't be able to buy, sell, or trade. And I like to do a lot of things under the table from Mister Big Brother. Right. And right. and this is going to waken people yeah and uh what's happening in the nursing homes uh how uh white elderly white people are being mistreated in nursing homes by non-white staff right that's you know 
the the idea that all the races are equal and uh, can get along is being d- demolished by you know videos uh, uh, and, and uh, blacks shouting racist epithets against whites etc etc so slowly but surely our people are waking up but I don't see the Judeo Christians really putting up a fight I don't see that I think the Judeo Christians are a lost cause uh, I think white nationalists will put up a much better resistance and certainly the constitutionalists who believe in the first and second amendment and who have guns this is the real fear I think what's been left out lately about the first and second amendment defenders are they want the due process they right. also believe in in the whole thing they don't just believe in that oh I could say what I want and they don't want to say hateful things and they don't want to have their weapons to threaten people they want to show that they can defend themselves right and they're they're fed up with there's no rule of law with the elites the rulers mm-hmm. they're writing these edicts and we see a lot of pushback from you know wearing Patriots. your mask and, and right. even pe- they're waking up people that are saying oh i thought so i've been attacked for advocating for sovereign citizens mike parsons is a prisoner at your jubilee that's a sovereign citizen, and and I was attacked by Bert Colucci, the NSM, because oh, Daryl, you advocate for those sovereign citizens, and huh, I said, what does he think they are? I said, hey, these are people <laughs> that no doubt are poorer people. They're not rich men, and they see this constitution. They're constitutionalists, and they say, hey, I got a right to travel. I don't want a driver's license. Yeah, if they're not committing any crime or hurting anything. I think it's a, a it's not a fight worth going to jail. Yeah, it's not a fight worth going to jail or getting in a shootout or the, the right. things that have happened or they try to put these labels on. I don't think it's worthy of a fight. But I understand that these people have read the Constitution, they believe in freedom, and you know, there was a guy killed that took a dog from Walmart. They found a stray dog and they went to the pet uh, place to drop him off and they said oh I want to see your ID and and they label the guy a sovereign citizen because he didn't want to show his ID and the cop stopping him ended up shooting and killing him in front of his kids I can't think right. of the guy's name it happened several years ago I think we yeah. tried to discuss it shows ago and it's just terrible that you know these people are not misled and so much our media that's paid and bought for that never tell us the truth. They don't want to tell us the truth. I mean, because they, they, they'll get fired. Yeah. If they spill the beans, they'll be fired. And the the fake media with all of this, they just, they control every aspect. And, and at some point, uh, there is going to be war in the streets. There will yeah. be a civil war with what they're doing. And there will be non-whites fighting on the white, yeah, Side. fighting against what they see as the same evil that, that we're fighting. Yeah. Yes. And then ultimately, there is, there is a verse in Isaiah, I believe it's Isaiah 13, 14, that says that the uh, non-Adamites will ultimately return to their original habitat. You know, so the blacks will go back to Africa, the Asians will go back to Asia, etc. And then the, the land that Yahweh has given to us, we will keep. And we will have the dominion because the dominion was never promised to any people but the Adamites. I just had a thought. I mean, I had a friend tell me he doesn't need gold and silver because the streets in heaven will be paved with gold. <laughs> right. And is everyone in heaven going to be brown? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, right. Everyone's think so. not going to be mixed. They're going to be separate. They're That's gonna be, right. They're going to be God. They're going to be 
the way God created them. The, right. the, the Israelite people are going to be the way God created them. And, and mm-hmm. uh, the, the second man, I, there's the first man that God created, uh, Adam. Yeah. Or he first he created man, and then what, on the eighth day, well, did he go back to Well, earth? it was the, the Adamic species was created in Genesis 1, uh, 25 and 26. And then, uh, the, then Genesis chapter 2 talks about the man, Adam, okay? So uh, Adam was one of those Genesis 1 creation, but he was supposed to engender a, a potentially immortal uh, group from that, he and Eve, by, if they could maintain their sinless state. But obviously they weren't able to yeah, maintain that. And we have a lot of haters in white nationalism that, that advocate killing the other races, yeah. ruling over them, that only plays in to the Jews. That's right. The enemy's narrative of that we're bad because right. we want to say that we're a separate creation. Right. And we want to maintain that and we don't want it to be destroyed. Right. And how can we promote that if we have people yeah. saying violent and hateful things? Right. Well, it's obvious the other races are not the real problem. You know, even if we got rid of all the other races and the Jews were still here, they would they would still fool the Judeo-Christians and the liberals into being the enemies of the constitutionalists. So that wouldn't do us any good. The Jew is the problem, not the other races, okay? Would Barack Obama have ever become president without the connivance of the Jews putting him in there? Who are the most disgusting homosexuals you see, the most disgusting Antifa people you see? I hate to say it, they're white. Yeah, right? They are our enemy. They are... Uh, race traders, I That's guess. Right. You could That's right. That's correct. They are. They, and they are always out in front for the media. Look at this white, fat, right. uh, mm-hmm. abusive person. Right. Uh, Lesbian. Sticking their butt out or their <laughs> right. tongue to say, look at me, how yeah. defiled I've yeah, defiled I, the white race. I've allowed myself to be. Right. Uh, yeah. And I'm there. They're, they're praising yeah. being the puppet of our enemies. Right. Yeah, not too long ago, I read a statement by the uh, guy who published uh, a patriotic newspaper uh, for decades in America. Uh, and uh, he got a, a letter from a Judeo-Christian who believed that uh, he was saved at the cross, and uh, therefore that, and we should uh, follow Romans 13 and allow the government to rule over us. And so his response to this Christian was, well, you're just the type of person that will lay down and, and uh, play dead and, and allow yourself to be killed by the enemy and let this country be destroyed, okay? So, th- again, the liberals and the Judeo-Christians, the whites, are really our enemy because they do not want to obey Yahweh's laws. That Romans 13 is also a play on uh, give Caesar what is Caesar's. Right. If the people elect these officials... Uh, where to follow their their laws, but if the people get the pitchforks out and right. saying these people are allowing abortion, allowing gay marriage, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna run them out. Right, that's right. So uh, that's coming. In fact, let me read uh, on here in Washington's vision here because uh, he saw that this that this uh, 
battle, this hand-to-hand combat was going to get really, really bad, okay? So, as my ears listened to the thundering of the cannon, the slashing of swords, and the shouts and cries of millions in mortal combat, I again heard the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. When the voice had ceased, the dark angel placed his trumpet once more to his mouth and blew a long and fearful blast. Instantly, a light as of a thousand suns shone down from above me and pierced and broke into the fragments of the dark, the dark cloud which enveloped America. Boy, are we under a dark cloud or what? At the same moment, the angel upon whose head still shone the word union and who bore our national flag in one hand and a sword in the other, or how about a Bible in one hand and a sword in the other, okay, Uh, descended from the heavens, attended by legions of white spirits. It's interesting that in the Old Testament, at uh, at Mount Sinai, there was a vision of 10,000 spirits or angels uh, coming down from heaven there, and also in the New Testament, uh, 10,000 spirits and, and an army, uh, that cloud of witnesses, that expression that Paul uses, and the book of Revelation talks about Yahshua Messiah returning with legions of angels, That's what this is. I think he's seeing that, okay? These immediately joined the inhabitants of America, who I perceived were well nigh overcome, but who, in other words, the cavalry, the the heavenly cavalry will come and rescue us, folks. I don't want it to get this bad, Daryl. What do you think? Is it going to get this bad? Are, Are people so terribly lost that it will get this bad? I think it says it's going to, so it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't look forward to that either, uh, having small children, and and uh, I'm going to pray for God's protection through this, and uh, I'm blessed where I'm not in one of these big cities. Uh, uh, you know, get out of the big cities, get That's prepared. Right. Be a prepper. Get right? prepared. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with being prepared. There's nothing wrong with having a gun. It's better to have one and not need it than to to, uh, not have one and need it. Right. Uh, Be prepared. Mm -hmm. uh, I used to like that was the Boy Scouts motto motto before it was uh, polluted. Another another, uh, thing that has went down the the drain because of liberalism, of uh, homosexuality, of no respect for our children, uh, no father in the home. Why do you need Boy Scouts to teach young men how to be uh, grow up and be good fathers? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the male role model has been utterly destroyed, and the female, as you said earlier, instead of mothers, they're whores, and whores for the government. And uh, the government is the lesbian uh, and liberal, uh, the feminist husband. The government is their husband. What uh, really I think is funny and ironic about these lesbians and feminists is they can't do anything without the help of the government. They rely on the government to accomplish all their goals. And they claim to be uh, independent you know, of men. Affirmative and, action. They have to have affirmative action. I follow this guy. He's right. Be- they are dependent. 
They yes. have accepted dependency. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and they can't get a job. Uh, the the Check out the YouTube channel. Good luck, America. It used to be Think Like a Cop or Think Like a Horse. You'll find him. And he just did one on the Connecticut State Troopers. And a few weeks ago, one of them pulled a young man out of the car for flipping him off. No, it wasn't right flipping him off. Right. But he does have free speech, and he should be like a duck and let water roll off his back. Instead, he gets the kid out and curses him out and tells him he sucks and right. that he's a great public servant. And, <laughs> and, and you know, they wear funny hats when they get... It's a gang. Right. They're a gang, and they're used by the elites against the people right. with uh, giving these... All over, they're giving people tickets for not wearing masks or social distancing our governor here in missouri said enjoy your yeah enjoy your weekend but make sure to socially distance come on you're but going. there's no law in the books that says anything like that no. that's just a verbal order given but by a governor unconstitutionally yeah, common sense isn't so and i'll steal this from rick gore several years ago he said it on there and i liked it he says a common sense is not so common anymore right of course old people if you're worried about being around some sick people wear a mask stay home yeah they are the ones that should be the national guard should be taking meals to our elderly to our weakest in our society no they're going to lock everybody up and they're going to control yeah. everyone yeah, if it, with this fake pandemic, which is de a deliberate excuse to soften us up ever more, right? So for the, soften us up for the kill, and, and kill many of us in the process we, we, through the medical mafia, okay? So this is part of the war that uh, Washington is seeing here, and it, the war has begun. Uh, in case, dear listener, if you haven't noticed yet, the war on the white race has begun, it's just they haven't declared it. They haven't declared it, okay? I think they have. Uh, when you hear someone like this this clip of the, the, the uh, Health and Human Services, Houston, Texas woman saying, uh, we got to kill off all the white people, and she hasn't been fired. She right? hasn't been reprimanded. They've declared war on the white man a long time ago, and it's been more con covert. Right. But it's getting quite clear... It's getting overt now, yes. Because the welfare mothers will take their children right down and get them vaccinated and, let, sure them, and let them be injured. And then they get to uh, get a bigger welfare check right? and, and a ride down to the doctor's office every week for the poor child that was damaged. And I don't want to see any child damage, white or non-white. I don't think that's in God's plan. It's in the devil's plan to use this as a right? weapon against against us against against god's people against god's morals and standards yes amen so yeah so the war against our morals has been proceeding since the 1950s uh, absolutely the frankfurt school the, the jewish um, uh, philosophers so-called of the frankfurt school were sent to america d to deliberately destroy our moral values okay make fun of our white families, etc., etc., make fun of uh, chastity in women, make fun of being faithful spouses, being faithful to one another, etc., and make fun of uh, you know clean sexual morals. Right? That's what it was. And then, of course, it was all Jewish. And then in the 1960s, with the Cultural Revolution we had during the Vietnam War, all all, all hell broke loose culturally. 
and they just began to destroy our morals totally starting in the 1960s those, no doubt about it you think those students would have been shot at kent state if they were armed probably not <laughs> <laughs> probably not right but uh, yeah so uh, and war the war against the second amendment here again this is where i see a ray of hope is the constitutionalists and those uh, those of our people who know that the second amendment was designed to uh, protect us from uh, invasion, uh, uh, treason from inside and without, okay, they're beginning to see the treason from within. And these traitors, and that's what these governors and these mayors and all of these bureaucrats who are proclaiming, you know, that we should follow the lockdown, even though it's totally unconstitutional, I mean, the I think the Second Amendment people have been vindicated. Here it is. Here's the tyranny that we have our guns to prevent or to fight against. The, Here it is. The, I, a lot of people don't like Prager U. It's ran by a Jew. It kind of rhymes. Prager U is ran by a Jew. Right. But they do put out some good conservative videos on YouTube, and I have to see their ads on YouTube when I'm watching YouTube videos. So I'll let their ad play because it sticks it to YouTube algorithm that they got their commercial played a professor from la just did one on the second amendment you could find it and he talks about that it is an individual's right that you cannot have a well-regulated militia without Mm -hmm. the individual's right Mm -hmm. to own a firearm so you can choose to be part of the militia or or say no you guys should not be mustering and and uh it is an individual right to defend yourself, and the jackboots can come in right. at any time, and uh, they could shoot the protesters at Kent State. They could come into Waco and kill the women and children. They they went after uh, Randy Weaver. They wanted to make him an informant against the Aryan Nation, right. and he didn't. He wasn't an Aryan Nation. Yeah, wasn't he, even a he member. Wasn't even a member. He, he was an honorable guy that didn't want to be involved with entrapping innocent people into BS. Right. And his wife lost her life. Right. Over and his and his little boy. And people often forget that Bob Barr, our this attorney general who just came out and said that Obama would never be uh, subpoenaed to uh, an mm. ex-president. Anyone should be held to the standards of rule of law just like all of these cops none of the cops are ever held accountable for for the things they do and i i don't think they should get any more and if anything they should get harsher treatment these cops that lied here in missouri jeffrey winehouse they lied they all lined up they lied and they've railroaded jeffrey to prison jeffrey may have been born a jew I don't care. We've advocated for Anthony Troy Williams. I spoke with uh, William Wagner this week. Well, if week. they do this to non-whites, they do it to whites too. Absolutely. So it has to be exposed wherever it happens. And when they do this, they need to be held to a higher standard because they were given the trust. That's right. Given the trust. Not to the mention people. the paycheck. <laughs> All right? Yeah, they get paid the big bucks, 100 it, grand a year. Yeah, it is dangerous work. I don't envy the, their position. But, hey, they have to obey the law, too, not the edicts of tyrants, okay? That's what this is all about, obeying the edicts of tyrants versus obeying the U.S. Constitution. So here we are. We've got all of these. I don't know if there's a single aspect of our society that hasn't been corrupted 
by these traitors, by these aliens, who have infiltrated our total society. And uh, you know, it, it, we haven't even talked about child porn and child molestation and kidnapping and uh, you know the, the rings that kidnap children and sell them for sex. We haven't even talked about that. Yet that's going on too. And the mass media covers that up as well. So I don't see how it can get any darker. I don't see how it get any darker. Well, we have Jer Dershowitz. Uh, I, I saw, I was making a joke with my wife. She said she'd seen Jim Baker here in Missouri had had a stroke. And I said, no, I don't think he had a stroke. I think he's hiding out because he's going to have to tell, he's going to get told to tell his evangelical followers to get vaccinated. Ah. And Alan Dershowitz got him out of prison. Really? I don't know if you knew that. Alan Dershowitz is the attorney that got Jim Baker. Did he get him out to subvert? Patriots, the right. part of his group, and this this Dershowitz to promote COVID nineteen. <laughs> well, Dershowitz just recently said on uh, uh, crowdsources truth deal that he's gonna the Constitution gives them the right to take us to a doctor's office and plunge a needle in us. Huh. This guy is crazy if he thinks any patriots are ever going to believe that it right. will be give me liberty or death, and That's it's right. gonna be death before you drag. Right, many people to a doctor's office to give them a shot. Yes, or as we say here at Eurofolk Radio, a gunshot for a flu shot. So you better, you better be prepared uh, if you're going to try to force vaccinate us, all you UN troops and all of you uh, medical mafia people. You better be ready for a fight. Alex Jones has been putting out a message on his thing about sprinkling the tree of liberty with patriots, and <laughs> and it often ends in a lot of tyrants' blood watering right. the tree. And I do like that. He's such a yeah. I had I hate to have to mention him, and but I do follow him a bit. They have a lot of guests on there. A lot of times I turn his him guests on. are better than he is. <laughs> yeah, they are better than him, and and he, he's really sounding like Q and right. Follow the plan. Trump Trump is just a lightning rod for the Second Amendment. When he was saying no, do take the guns and do process later, he was doing this to control the left and he's so full of crap he's doing it to yeah. to to further his career to to uh keep things he's past the point i think of that he has been so ran over when at the beginning of our discussion here you were talking about how he signed his powers away and as right. the executive he can take those them. backs he needs to flex his executive power yeah, and take it back. And take it back. And, and overrule and all these tyrants. You know? Protect the people he was hired. That was the right. job he was hired right. to do. He wasn't hired to build a wall. He wasn't hired to, to fire people and be a t He was hired to protect the Constitution and right. the American people. And he hasn't done that. He really hasn't. No. So uh, he has made noises. He's promised to do that, but he really hasn't delivered on that promise. He has improved the economy. Until COVID nineteen happened, right? But I, I think it's it was part of the plan because once I think the right wing, which is not always equivalent to patriotic Americans, right? Once the right wing constitutional Americans, the conservatives aren't necessarily constitutionalists. Okay, so he was there to uh, uh, how should I put it? Lead the conservatives 
in in this struggle that they see themselves in against the liberals. Again, it's still the left versus right paradigm, and that he was put in there to be their leader, but not necessarily to be a constitutionalist. Okay? We've got to uh, do more study on propertarianism. This young kid, John Mark, that has a YouTube channel, talks about propertarianism. This, uh, Missouri has basically did away with abortion. There are no abortion clinics in Fantastic. In, in Missouri, I think it's going to teach the the ghetto blacks that, I mean, they may just have more babies and get more welfare checks, but there may be some father that steps up in those communities, and right. they may get to church, and black Christians are good Christians and, and good blacks, and we have done away with it, and, and we could separate ourselves from these communist states of right. California— uh, New, New York, York and we're going to have our we're going to have our guns. We're going to have our Bible. We're not killing any babies here, right? And uh, we can have uh, the propertarianism is a, a, there's consequences for the things that they put upon us. And these people that claim to be conservatives, they allow someone here. They right. used to allow here in Missouri, Claire McCaskill, big time Democrat, uh, that. Uh, and and we just got another criminal, Josh Hawley, in there. But these people go to church with people that are involved with abortion and right. Planned Parenthood, and we cannot allow that. And we can the yeah. people have to stand up and say, no, you can't come and accept communion. And yeah, say you and abortion at the same time, and, right? and abortion at the same time. Yeah, this is cr- incredible, and this is why I have very little faith in Judeo Christianity. It's just as bad as liberalism. It really is. So, but the real issues here are the Constitution, and uh, well, well, Yahshua said, "I came to bring you life, and that more abundantly." But the entire left wing, and including a lot of so-called conservatives, ha- are uh, on board with death, and that more abundantly, as you say, abortion. A lot of conservatives have no problem; they don't have con- problems with homosexuality. So these these people are conservatives, what's the, really? What's the scripture that says where there's uh, the word of God, there's liberty, or where right? the spirit yeah. of the, is it? The, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's, there's liberty. There's yes. liberty. Yeah. And with all this ungodly behavior, God is not in the midst of that. The devil is. That's right. That's right. And they made their uh, our people, the white liberals and many white Judeo Christians, have made their pact with the devil. For a lot of them making money, you know, performing abortions and uh, injecting people with, uh, you know, a lot of people are doing it out of ignorance, but a lot of people believe because uh, the the will to power and to have power over under other individuals and force them to be vaccinated, that's strong. Well, they like to tell us ignorance of the law is no excuse. And yeah. we've got a Bible that's been around for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that, and that applies to, to tyrants, too. <laughs> yeah, that applies to tyrants and, and demons. That's right. That yeah. uh, ignorance of God's law is no excuse. Right. And even the demons know know the, the law, right? But they choose to ignore it, right? They, they choose to violate it. Okay, so let's continue. So he saw this extremely bright light that descended from the heavens attended by legions of white spirits, or the angels that return with Yahshua at the second coming. These immediately joined the inhabitants of America, who I perceived were well nigh overcome, but who immediately taking courage again, closed up their broken ranks and renewed the battle. Okay, 
So once we see that the angels of heaven are here to fight, this is kind of like what happened with the Boers at Blood River, okay? The blacks who were attacking them saw angels behind the Boer people, and it scared the hell out of them, right? And they began to run away in terror, okay? So here we see those angels are going to come to the defense of the real Americans. Again, amid the fearful noise of the conflict, I heard the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. As the voice ceased, the shadowy angel for the last time dipped water from the ocean and sprinkled it upon America. Instantly, the dark cloud rolled back, together with the armies it had brought, leaving the inhabitants of the land victorious. Wow, how about that, folks? <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that day. But it's obvious to me from uh, the discussion we've been having here, Daryl, that the victorious, there's going to be a lot of white traitors on the enemy side. Okay. I, I think everything happens for a reason. We may have listeners that, that say this is a, a false writing. It never happened. And it's not for me to say did it happen or did it not happen. But it certainly lays out things that have played out through time. Right. And we're at the point where we, we need help. <laughs> we're yeah. really at that point. Yeah. Right. And if we don't get it, we are lost. Right. And the Bible says the same thing about white people, how we will uh, yeah. go across the world, and we've we've been part of all of these yeah. things happening. Build and then great nations and companies of nations. And then it's going to end in revelations. And, and, and uh, we know the uh, – uh, he said he's going to make many uh, – we're going to be the greatest nation, and we are. And, uh, you know. Well, there's nothing here that conflicts with any of the prophecies of the Scriptures. The Scriptures tell us very plainly that there, there's going to be a major battle at the end of the age between good and evil. Uh, it's very yes. clear that that's what's going to happen. And so Washington saw the American aspect of it, okay, because the white race is under attack all over the world. And even if he was... Uh a deist or part of uh, Illuminati or a Freemason, it's all in God's plan for America to be what America was. It is, yes. And, and yes, well, it's we're not the America that we were. We're no. certainly uh, the Republic has is under attack. I don't know. It's yeah. only uh, it's not as advertised, right? Well, the one thing that does give me hope is even at the American Revolution, only about 10% of the white males co uh, comprised the militia. But nevertheless, that militia was victorious against the British Empire, which is saying a lot, folks. That's saying an awful lot. So, okay, here's the last section under the title of America Rebuilds Again. Then once more I beheld the villages, towns, and cities springing up where I'd seen them before. While the bright angel planting the azure standard he had brought in the midst of them cried with a loud voice, quote, While the stars remain and the heavens send down dew upon the earth, so long shall the union last. Now that's interesting. 
in other words, America will be well nigh completely destroyed. Uh, to me, this can only be the New Jerusalem. But here again, the Judeo-Christian ministers have it wrong. They think the New Jerusalem is, we're going to go up to the New Jerusalem, but the Revelation says the New Jerusalem is coming down here to planet Earth. Okay? And I believe that America is going to be the headquarters of the New Jerusalem, as he seems to be seeing right here with the American towns and villages coming back. Okay? And it says, with the stars, while the stars remain and the heavens send down dew upon the earth, so long shall the union last. And the same was said by Yahweh in the Old Testament about the Israelites. The houses of Israel and Judah will remain forever. And that's who will be ruling here in America, the houses of Judah and house of Israel. Continuing, and take from his brow the crown on which blazoned the word union. He placed it upon the standard while the people kneeling down said, Amen. Okay. Now, I've, this time, Daryl, I think even the Southerners are going to be wanting the, this union to be preserved. Quote, the scene instantly began, and I've been preaching the, uh, you know, that to the extent that there's still a lot of anger about the Civil War, especially in the South, although it's not, it's not as bad as it used to be, there are still pockets of, you know, anger at Yankees and stuff like that. But uh, this time, I think we will perceive the true enemy and fight against the true enemy. We have uh, groups like the League of the South that call for secession mm -hmm. of the southern states still to this day, and I think they could be agreeable yeah. if if there's, they had states' rights right. to be part of this union, and, and, you know, it could be white man's land, of, as I've often heard uh, Michael sure. Hill say, they want white man's land. And and I don't think they would run every black out of the South. No. They, they would do business with them, and they would know their place as the whites right. know our place. Well, I know for a fact that the Church of the National Knights of the Ku Klux Klan, who are probably still based in Mishawaka, Indiana, uh, they had an annual Christmas uh, uh, toy drive that uh, they would go around and passing out toys to, to white children in, uh, in, the, uh, in Indiana. And then if they had toys left, they would go into black communities and give the toys to the black kids. So there was no animosity, no hatred, no uh, un, uh, unrelenting hatred of black people in the Klan. No, the Ku Klux Klan, yes, they hung black men who raped white women, or who had murdered a white person in an era when it was utterly lawless and, you know, uh, Reconstruction. That was a totally lawless era. And uh, so, yes, the, the Klan did that. But they also hung white men who did the same thing to white women. We had it go on here in Missouri after the Civil War. Uh, the ball knobbers is famous. Just look up the ball knobbers. And they wore hoods. And it was whites against whites because right. there was a lot of lawless whites going around murdering right. people over land and right. just generally being lawless. And hoodlums. They were, there were a lot yes. of white hoodlums in and, those days, and too. And vigilantes right. took up the sword. Right. And they hung some people. That's right. And they shot some people. 
Uh, I think that's going to happen again, Daryl. <laughs> right? I think vigilantes. So. Yes. We, we, constitutional vigilantes is what we need to have here because the danger has never been greater because the enemy is so thick. Well, it's a combination of the unintended consequences book or the Turner Diaries. I mean, these people are not going to win without Alex Jones saying that the tree of liberty is going to be sprinkled by the blood of patriots. Uh, no, yeah. by the blood of tyrants. That too, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's going to lead to patriots being vigilantes that's against right. the tyrants. Amen. That's that's the only phase left, and that's included in George Washington's vision here, folks. All right, so let's continue. So. After, after he says that America has become victorious, the scene instantly became, began to fade and dissolve, and I at last saw nothing but the rising, curling vapor I had first beheld. This also disappeared, and I found myself once more gazing upon the mysterious visitor, who in the same voice I had heard before say, Son of the Republic... What you have seen is thus interpreted. Three great perils will come upon the Republic. The most fearful is the third. And help against the third peril comes in the shape of divine assistance. This was added by whoever uh, uh, recounts this vision. Passing which in the whole world united shall not prevail against her. Let every child and, and Daryl, the whole world is united against us. The white nations that have are still white have become socialist states run by Jews. Okay? My biggest sadness with discovering... Well, I always knew I was white and different. And my saddest thing is to look at my neighbors or people driving around and, and whites that look down upon us for being proud of being white and right. being white nationalists. And I don't necessarily want to call them race traitors. Because they have been brainwashed to the to the fake news. That's right. That's right. Not but, the good news. But nevertheless, those people will not be at our side. Maybe some of them will wake up in the meantime yes. and join us. Okay. But we're talking about First Amendment, Second Amendment, constitutionalists, white Christian white separatists. That's the movement. These this is going to be the vigilante group that will stand up against the tyrants. I don't see any other group standing up against the tyrants. Well, I certainly don't want to see a false flag either. I mean, right. folks, other folks like Infowars, I mean, are they oh. are they going to do something with right? with patriots as uh, as uh, we saw with the Oklahoma City bombing and then they'll say look at the bad patriots and 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 have Forbid that it's it's some white nationalist person. They say it was a Klan or a Nazi or a Christian identity person, and and uh, they did something awful. And then they want you know one bad apple spoils the whole bunch when it doesn't with the police and the yeah the 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 the, the uh, secret prisons and the, uh, the 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 feudal the feudalistic government that we're under right now. That's a tyrannical government. We're we can't take our grievances to, yeah, the government, the, the just government. The right, what yeah. is it? The, the right of the people to take their grievances. Uh, yeah, to the, we, the people can't protest that governor right. in uh, Michigan 
uh, you know, Hillary Clinton got on her Twitter and said, called them domestic terrorists. Which right. I, when I hear that phrase, I always think of Schaefer Cox. And we have these people that are supposed to be advocating for freedom and and they're full of a lot of BS. You don't hear InfoWars advocating get Schaefer Cox out of the secret prison. And why is Trump allowing a secret prison? Right. What? Uh, why is he allowing a secret prison? Because he's controlled. Yeah. Yeah, and and Hillary, uh, because it was uh, who was the internet guy who uh, WikiLeaks that Julian Assange, Julian Assange, who uh, exposed all the treachery that she's guilty of, and uh, so when uh, oh they've tortured him. Yes, yes they, they have. They have really brain. They have really uh, done. What's it called? Uh, when you 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 torture someone that's in in prison, it has a. Oh yeah, well yeah, brainwashing effect, right? And uh, mind numbing effect that, that reduces their will to resist. Yeah, they yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Not even able to sit with his attorney. He's not getting right. due process. He yeah. really he let Hillary was probably supposed to win. Yeah, maybe he, he was the nail in the coffin. The young kid getting Could killed. Be. Uh, the young kid that was part of the uh, Democratic. Uh, Convention did that they think he's the one that that oh. leaked the stuff to Julian Assange and he ended up right. dead on a street in Washington D.C. where there's cameras, right? And there was literally hardly no uh, investigation. And uh, right. this kid, uh, it's outrageous the right. the things that we've allowed to go on. Yeah, and so of course Hillary is in favor of uh, bringing him to America from Britain. So he's still under house arrest in Britain. I don't think he's been deported from Britain to America oh, he's in, yet. He's in jail. He's not yeah. in, in house arrest anymore. He's yeah, in, so he's in a jail in Britain. In jail. And, and so Hillary was overheard, and uh, I heard the recording. Uh, Hillary saying, can't we just take him out with a drone? <laughs> right? Really? So yeah. she wants to kill him. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want him to come to America because she's still afraid he might... Have something to say it's about like her. Like the Ants movie, what she called the the Michigan protesters uh, uh, domestic terrorists. I've listened to people. Uh, I was on Stormfront, and the Patrick Savage yeah. says, "Don't take guns to protest." What? Why is Hillary Clinton calling them domestic terrorists? Because they are effective. Yeah, they are terrorizing the tyrants. Right. To know that. Don't send your armed thugs to throw these people off the people's grounds. The the the, right? the capital of Michigan is the Michigan's people. Belongs to the people, right? And, and they're peaceably and we assembling. are the government. We are the government, not them. And they're taking their grievances to the and they're standing their guard. And they've got lots of people. There's not people. Other patriots coming up to them say, "Hey, come home, give this up." No, they're mm -hmm. they're saying thank you for being there right. and holding this witch accountable that uh, is holding everyone. And I'm so glad that Trump went there and they tried to threaten that he would be arrested yeah. and get out right. of here. They're joking. Come sure. on. Now they're now they're going to go after Ford and. He's, you know, I'm so glad he didn't wear a mask and right and uh, the whole thing with the hydrocord. He's taking the drug and right. they say quinine, yeah, gin, gin and tonic, folks. So gin yeah. and tonic is <laughs> yeah will will keep you uh, cure you. Right? And I think he did, even if he's not taking it, I think he did it just to trigger them into something. That he sure. really is a. They've talked. I've heard him talk about that. 
Uh, Kennedy uh, was elected because he knew how to be on TV. Roosevelt was elected because he knew how to run the papers. Right. Trump was elected because he knew how to run social media. Right. And he does control the fake news, and he he needs to uh, get things going again. Right. If if it's in him, we'll see. Yeah. It may not be in. The, no, it may in, not in be the, in, him. in the controllers. Right. He might not get well, enough strength. The one thing that really distressed me when uh, th this whole COVID nineteen fake epidemic broke out was when he was at the podium with Fauci and Burks and Pence. These are all people who are associated with Bill Gates. So George Bush, Obama. Yeah, they're right. all they're all holdovers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Barr has ties. Barr was the attorney for the CIA. Yeah, yeah. He was the CIA's attorney. That's right. When George Bush was, uh, yeah, he has ties to the Bushes, and so uh, the 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 most obvious thing to me is that this whole scenario has been orchestrated, and uh, Trump's job here was to keep the patriots pacified with a, a good economy. Okay, but. As far as COVID nineteen, he has not done what a president. I think that should may do. have been his, their plan when he got in. They'll we'll let him control the Patriots, and then he had these rallies. Keep him pacified. Keep right? him pacified, and then I think they were like, "Holy crap, this is out of control. These people might actually <laughs> yeah. think they're free." <laughs> right, and, right, and, believe, right. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> we can't have that. Yeah. Right, right. So it's one thing to have. Uh, conservatives employed and uh, having a good economy and all that it's another thing to have gun-toting <laughs> right-wing patriots you know resist the tyranny they're trying to enforce right there Trump has not succeeded Trump, there Trump has been an absolute failure in my opinion he, he has done the wrong thing by by turning the government over to FEMA you know, this is exactly what the the globalists wanted, and that's what they're getting. Okay, so I think in these last, uh, and he's a lame duck uh, for this, uh, what do you call it, uh, this next election, because he has failed the Patriots miserably in the, this last year. He's going to have to win or be killed. Right, something like that. I mean, because I don't think he's a loser. I don't think any, uh, I think his ego is so big for them <laughs> to say, hey, just here's... Yeah. Go away, go away. Right. Uh, let us do what what we yeah. will with these people. Yeah. I don't think. I think his ego, if it's if it's not anything uh, uh, moral about him, if yeah. anything, his ego is going to rule, and they may have to kill right. him. And the mass media is going to blame him for all the troubles we've had this year, for COVID. Right? They're going to try to convince people that it's all his fault. Had he acted differently, you know, but even though the fact he wanted to keep Chinese out of America, yeah, you know, to protect Americans, he was criticized for that, and now he's being criticized for, uh, now he's being called a racist for doing that. I mean, he can't win with the media; he just cannot win. Folks could look this up. William Wagner, when I talked to him the other day, he still supports. He's a big Trump supporter. He said that Trump has members of his security team from before he became president who still travel with him to this day and that he pays $1 million a year to to protect him. Wow. Because he doesn't trust the Secret Service or the deep state. So 
I, that's a lot of money. <laughs> you know, we hear we hear people saying there is an internal civil war going on with these people. Yeah, and it's yeah. going to spill over to their yeah to their followers. Well, whether there is or not, it's the white American gun-toting patriot who's going to have to take this country back. That's that's the bottom line, folks. And George Washington's vision. Uh, really falls in line with that. And along with uh, the book of Revelation, with the second coming of Jesus Christ and his army of angels destroying our enemies. Uh, I'm all right with that. Yeah, I'm all right with that too. I mean, uh, under the circumstances, it doesn't look like there's much hope other than that. Uh, although we, you know, we're going to continue demonstrating against the, the tyrants, wherever that, and using imprecatory prayer against these tyrants, etc. We're going to do everything we can as Christians, as Anglo-Saxon Israel Christians, to fight against this enemy. Because that's what uh, the, the whole premise of the scriptures is that Israel would be tried in a fire. That Yahweh is going to find out who of us are, are, are on his side through good, through, 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 through good and bad, and through the trouble, the New Testament says you will have tribulation. It does not promise an easy road for Christians. It does not do that. It says we will have tribulation, and boy, have we got it now. And we're not going to be raptured out of here. No, we're not going to be raptured and out I, of it. I'd like to say if you want to address Donald Trump personally, comment on his Twitter. Start a Twitter account, folks, and be respectful. Of course, you don't want the Secret Service coming to your house. But you certainly could tell him your thoughts because when you write a comment on Donald Trump's tweets, they may be read by him. They will be read by the Secret Service. They will be read by the deep state. They will be read by mm -hmm. Russia. So write a comment about how you And feel. Hillary, probably. <laughs> and yeah, Hillary's probably reading his uh, tweets so, as well. So right? write, write those comments. Uh, uh, it, it's something even if you're not able to get out and protest or you know write a comment don't be afraid to write a yes. a prayer, prayerful interpretatory prayer right uh as a comment yeah well, with only a couple of more uh sentences left this uh, last sentence i read passing which the whole world united shall not prevail against her this is uh, also reminiscent of the prophecy made in the book of daniel that the stone kingdom, which is ruled by Jesus Christ, Yahshua Messiah, no no weapon formed against that kingdom will prosper. Okay, so th this vision of George Washington's reflects that as well. Let every child of the republic learn to live for his God, his land, and his union. With these words, the visitor vanished, and I started from my seat and felt that I had seen a vision wherein had been shown me the birth, the progress, and the destiny of the United States. Such, my friends, said the venerable narrator, were the words I heard from Washington's own lips, and America will do well to profit by them. I think so, okay? Because there's no doubt in my mind, Daryl, that we are in the end times, and we better prepare ourselves, steal ourselves morally, uh, spiritually, and every other way, prepare ourselves for the worst, because only if you're prepared for the worst can you deal with the, what's coming. I agree. I think the enemy knows that they're they're 
at the end of this battle as well. Right, that's, and, that's and right. And they're going to fight even harder to right. destroy us. Okay. All right, folks, uh, we're going to cut the show short today. We have about 10 minutes left, but we have been having difficulty staying online because of uh, in intermittent power outages. So uh, uh, I think this covers the subject pretty well. Thank you, Daryl, for joining me for this presentation. And, and I encourage everybody to find George Washington's vision online, read it, and be encouraged by it because it will encourage you. All right? So thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. And goodbye, everybody. So were you able to see the chat? No, I was.